Hello and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.ua samtownsendmusic.ua Now you've done Uruguay before. The United Arab Emirates? No. Ooh, closer uh, to home. Closer to home. Um, oh God, I don't know anywhere closer to home than the United Arab Emirates. It's still, you know, it's, it's another country. Okay. Uh, you're going to have to give me a clue. Okay. The flag is blue and yellow. I'm sorry. Phrenology is not my, uh, not my forte. Doesn't it's, phreno- it's phrenology, the study of flags or the study of the, the head? <laughs> it's, it's, it's flagography. Oh, of course it is. I should know this, having watched an episode of Big Bang Theory where they talk about it. it um, um, okay, it begins with you. Yeah, got that. It's in Europe. Okay. I've, I've drawn a blank here. It's um, <laughs> Ukraine. Oh, of course it is. Ukraine, UA. Mm. Now, if it, yeah, see, if you just said UK... Then I'd have got. Mind you, I suppose we snaffled that up pretty early, didn't we? That's, that's been been in use for some time. Slap Billich. Who's mm, Croatian? He is. Do you know any Ukrainian footballers? Uh, Shevchenko. That's who I meant. Okay, cool. He went and played for Man U, didn't he? Chelsea. Brilliant work. <laughs> okay, well, today we are going to be talking about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Live at Woodstock in 1994, a, uh, a memorable moment for many reasons, but most people will remember the quite ridiculous decision to wear giant light bulbs on their heads. Sam, what did you, uh, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I thought it was, uh, in theory, and I think this is probably what happened, they thought it was a good idea. Mm, Dave didn't. Uh, no, Dave didn't. He didn't even make it through. Well, the Swan and Dave both abandoned it midway through. Song one. Well, I mean, it's ridiculous how quickly they abandoned it. They they apparently um, only saw the costumes for the first time ten minutes before they went on, according to Dave. Mm. Uh, and <laughs> so never rehearsed in them. And then you find out that you can't see properly. You can't see your instruments. No, you can't see. You can't move. Although Flea seems to have uh, seemed to be all right. Well, we'll we'll, we'll yeah. get there. We'll get yeah. there. Yeah. Um, Let's just do a little bit of detail about it. Before we go any further, can you um, turn down your mic again? You're popping into the orange. What the sods? You better hear me soon. I think you're trying to phase me out, aren't you? I've been trying to phase you out for ages. So this gig, August the 14th, 1994, in front of over 200,000 people, according to the Swan in Scottishie. Wow. Um, There is some debate as to whether this was uh, Dave's first show with the band. In the in Scar Tissue, the Swan mm-hmm. says that it is Dave's first show. Yes, he does. However, um, wonderful, wonderful Chili's resource, RHCP Live Archive, does list three shows oh, before Is that what it's called? RHCP Live Archive. Oh, not wonderful, wonderful RHCP Archive. Yes, yeah, so it is. That's the it's www dot wonderful, wonderful <laughs> RHCP <laughs> yeah. live uh, live archive. Fucking hell! <laughs> Sorry, RHCP live archive. I'm trying to give you a plug down. I, uh, I I fell at the first hurdle. Well, I um, it. They have a uh, a show played on the fourth 
Mm. No, not the fourth. It's the fourth show. A show played on... Th- oh, you sounded convinced. A show-, <laughs> a show played on the 30th of May at the Viper Rooms. A show played on the 31st at the Dragonfly in LA. A show played on August the 10th at the Club Lingerie in LA. And then August the 14th, Woodstock. So um, who knows who was right there? Because pretty much everywhere else lists that as... Uh, lists Woodstock as Dave's first show but you know I'd, I've never been um, I've never been led wrong by uh, by RHCP live archive before and it's certainly oh, it's a very very comprehensive um, very very comprehensive archive um, so yeah log on there at www dot wonderful wonderful RHCP live archive either way it's early days it's certainly early days and even if it's your fourth show you're in front of 200,000 people in a massive light bulb head mm. uh, which is going to be difficult of course, part of the Tour de la Sensitive, as, as we previously spoke about back in episode what 13. Wonderful tour it was. Oh, it was uh, in many ways a short tour, which was a precursor to the release of the album. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah it was. Although <laughs> well, the, the wiki entry is different as well. It lists different dates to other sources. So a confusing time. Uh, well, just, the, the thing is, you know, pre-major internet pre-major research, these things, these things get clouded by what the came fog be- of time. Well, quite. And what came before the major internet, the, the minor internet? It, well, first of all, it was the minor internet, then it was the midi internet, and now, of course, we've, we've entered this, the phase of major internet. Was the, ma- was the minor internet the dial-up internet? Dial-up actually straddled two, two of the, the early phases. Ah, uh, of course. Well, the the, uh, the minor and the midi. Yeah, yeah. Well, when the internet first came out, they they uh, they tried to uh, offer major, but um, but uh, you gave me minor. <laughs> yes, and that's uh, true. and then I sailed away. Well, I was urged not to sail away like an ocean liner, but you had to. Well, I did. Well, I live in Southampton, on a, a very major port. Is it? Well, it is. Uh, not so much at the moment. Well, it still is. It's still a major port. So. Yeah. You have sailed away like an ocean liner, haven't you? On an ocean liner, on several several occasions, yeah. But only once on a on a liner. Uh, uh, what else do you travel on then? Well, cruise cruise ships aren't aren't liners per se. Oh, sorry for my sorry for my uh, faux pas there. <laughs> but but the QE the QM I've been on the QM and that is an ocean liner. Excellent stuff. Um, yeah. Good. Well, I said don't. And I did. Hmm. Disobedient boy. This was a break-in recording. Um, the Swan says that he, uh, it looks like he's been uh, sober for at least a month pre this gig because he says he's got love handles. Yeah, I mean, you can tell that it's been a difficult time for him because he's, he's pretty skimpy, particularly in the forearm. No, ah. not in the forearm, in the, in the bicep. Really? The bicep? Yeah, the bicep. bicep. Yeah, like you think of him in um, in Cologne, for example, mm. and then there's hardly any definition in the bicep here. Mm. What great spot! I didn't notice that. Well, I, think you know, I, was mainly, I was mainly looking at Dave. <laughs> yeah. On the Straight exercise up. on the exercise front, I did some uh, bicep workouts when I uh, for New Year's took up Davina McCall the Power of Three again. I know, brother. I hadn't done that for a decade. Um, for for people unfamiliar with my exercise routine, there is no exercise routine. Ten years ago, I used to do the power of three with Sam's then girlfriend. 
Mm. Uh, now wife. Long term partner. Long term partner, now wife. Mate, I hadn't done it for 10 years. I did it on Monday and I could not move the next day. In mm. fact, I could barely move the day after. I've only just recovered the ability. Uh, well, often, of often the second day is the worst. <laughs> it was no joke. I haven't done it since. I haven't done no. it since. I'm going to do it again this Monday. Scarred. Scarred for life. Scarred tissue. Tissue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so they didn't rehearse in the light bulbs. They, they also had those Hendrix costumes made by a Russian-Mongolian seamstress. As you do. A costume per band member and uh, one for Clara, of course. Mm. Yes, yes. Um, and Dave said that the, uh, the, the light bulb costumes, the light bulb portion weighed 60 pounds. I've run that through a, uh, a weight converter, and that comes out at approximately four stone. <laughs> wow. On your, on your head. Yeah. <laughs> when, you're trying, when you're Mate, trying. Flea is bopping up and down with that one. Yeah, I know. Flea, Flea does look, has, is facing the ground quite a lot of time. And yeah. It, 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 they're impressive bits of kit, actually. The whole, the whole things because you know you've got that massive light bulb connected to a like a body harness isn't it by a stiff metal rod up the back and up the back of the neck yeah yeah, yeah. great piece of theater just Mm. needed to be thought through a a little bit more Hmm. it's absolutely wonderful if you don't need to move around or do anything else or play music in front of two uh, over two hundred thousand people I thought I'd covered that off by saying anything else. Right. So I was just, well, you covered it off on the, on the macro and I was moving to the micro. That's fair enough. Which we often do on this podcast. Yeah. If you'd like to write in, email in Ben Townsend music at hotmail.com to cover something off in either the macro or the micro yourself, please do. Oh my word. We've got some couple of lovely emails since the last recording. Yeah, we have. Ryan Hattie has applied to become an ambassador. I've sent his badge off. He's applied and been accepted. Yes, indeed. He gets that compliment slip too. It's not just a badge. The compliment slip, the badge, the correspondence. The kudos. The sheer thrill. Not to mention the kudos and the thrill. Well, if you'd like to become a worldwide ambassador for this podcast, email into Ben Townsend, music at hotmail.com, and we shall anoint you as an ambassador. Uh, Chad says that they look like baked potatoes. What, in the costumes? No, once they've taken them off. <laughs> yes, of course, right there in the costumes. Well, they were in the silver bodysuits. Oh, I see. A baked potato wrapped in foil. Yes. With a light bulb on top of it. Yes. Yeah, it's not just a, a brown potato. <laughs> I thought they looked more like baked potatoes when they took them off. <laughs> Of course, but they, they still do. didn't really look like baked potato. <laughs> I thought they more like, you know, I know. They're more like men. What's um? What's those potatoes with creamy? Uh, Dauphinois oh, potatoes. Dauphinois. Yeah, I thought Flea looks a bit like a Dauphinois. Chad looks a bit like mashed potato. And um, uh, John, uh, John, Dave looked like a chip, <laughs> a fry, <laughs> <laughs> a dirty fry. <laughs> Lots of fry. Uh, now. Um, right, so we're going to go into this. Shall we uh, move forward now into uh, part one, which is Grand Papi Duplante, Duplante, and give it away? What I got to give it to you, Mama. What I got to 
coming out there of uh, the intro, Grandpappy Did Plenty, and then straight into Give It Away, with the light bulbs on the heads. Uh, what do you make of that, Sam? What do you make of that intro, the, uh, the GPDP intro? I think it's a, always a pleasure to see it. What about hearing it? Uh, I've heard it. I, I, it's not my favourite version of it, but I, it's still, still nice. Still enjoyed it, but not to the maximum level. Not the level that you sometimes have enjoyed otherwise. I absolutely love it. I, lo- I like the way that um, Dave's guitar is just bleeding into feedback all the way through it. Really, yeah. ma- a really masterfully played and, and, and well-controlled feedback. And just as it tips over into... Into, into give it away he feels like he's just going to start feeding back too much boom they're in brilliant um away I, they go i like what the uh, <laughs> i like what the lady does introduction says at the beginning of the program now just so everyone knows we are watching on youtube live at woodstock 94 uploaded by tenacious bastard Mm. Uh, and it is uh, the video that is one hour, 16 minutes and 43 seconds long, so that you know that you're right, we've got the right time codes when we go through them. Uh, the, the ladies introducing it says that the Chilies are here to kick some of the jams that they recorded while living in a haunted house in the Hollywood Hills. That's very 90s, kick some jams. But it's exactly what they did. And she also said they're here to deliver blood, sugar, sex, and magic. And all, magic. All of which happened in that house. So sugar, sugar happened. Well, yeah, I mean, they were, they were all drinking coffee. I suppose. Blood happened. I can, I can get sex and magic as, as something. That and you blood. And blood. But the sugar part, not so much. Well, sometimes a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. The medicine go down. The medicine go down. Well, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. And then something else? In the most delightful way. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> right. uh, lovely. L- love that intro. Chad just, Ch- Chad knows that these boys are in a whole world of, uh, of pain. And it's just he's just giggling away, isn't he? Cackling away <laughs> to himself. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love yeah. it. Love it. He, he must just be thinking to himself at this stage, because obviously he can't see very much himself, but he's got that, that instinctive awareness of where all of his drums are. He knows that they can't see anything and it's going to be very difficult for them. But they, I thought they coped admirably. Yeah, they want to. But they, they coped okay. There are a couple of bits and pieces which we'll cover off and give it away where uh, it might have been um, yes, affected by the suits. Yes, yes. And where you said that Flea was uh, you know, doing a lot of work in his, his slow, his, I would say he's prancing around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be honest, it's not, as, it's not as much as I think I, my, my memory of it, which is I've watched it only like yesterday and today, but later on, obviously, he's doing his full, like, and I, I was thinking of those full movements, but it's not. It's very much uh, a shortened Flea sort of body move. Well, there's quite a lot where he's like bobbing his head back and forth, and he's got a hand on the on the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, crazy, what a crazy decision. Um, yeah, what do you think of the way Dave, when he's playing, give it away in this era? Certainly, has a much more a much more distorted guitar sound. It's quite a, quite a metally kind of um, kind of sound on give it away, isn't it? Do you think it works? It's a metally it's a metally take, but I actually enjoy it. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think what we'll have to do throughout this is we're doing the Varro ranking system of songs that he didn't write that he plays tonight. Wowzers. Okay. What we, what we, how are we going to rate them? We'll do it. At, um, I thought we'd mix it up a bit and do it out of 10. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Um, we'll do that at the end of each song then. 
Yeah, but I I I, I like it here. I think it, it sounds great. It beefs it up. And certainly, and particularly as an opener, I think it it works really well. It's interesting because it does change the way that you that you literally changes the way that, that he's playing the song. He's not so much doing the strumming effect, the strumming and yeah. muting way that John is more prone to play it because it, you've got so much kind of overdrive on, so much distortion. Sorry, um, you have to be a, bit, a lot more picky. And actually, when like, there's parts in the song where it slow really slows down. Yeah. And it loses its drive because you don't have the rhythmic guitar playing so much as the the really pronounced notes. Yeah, and uh, actually, it, there's a, there's a couple of occasions in other songs where that happens as well because of the way Dave plays the guitar. So it, it does have an impact. But no, I think I think if, uh, on the Navarro scale, this ranks pretty highly. Well, keep it. And I, I, I think the first solo is really nice. Yes, yeah, so do I. I mean, and the, and the, we've talked about this at length before. He's straight back on the wah. It's quite. It's dripping with. You know, it's it's, it's got the delay on it to so give it that spacey sound. Mm. These are things. Yeah. That if you if you employ them while you're playing lead guitar, it gives you room. It covers a multitude of sins. If you've got mm. if you're using the wah, if you're using delay, all of these things help. Just eat like ease you in to uh, like the first solo of the night. It, mm. it, it takes the pressure off. But yeah, you're right. But as a give it away esque solo, you know, I just think it, it it's it's a, a nice take on it, and I think I, I enjoy it, and I think it fits the song and works really well within within the you know within what we know as the sort of album solo or other live solos. I think it's it's nice, and I, I applaud Dave. Here. I agree, and actually, I think the solo too. Uh, or the second solo is even fit the song even more um, because it's quite a Frusciante-ish sliding up the fretboard. Yeah, it's much less of a sort of technical solo, isn't it? And you've yeah. got you've got the Swan doing his thing there as well. And yeah, what well, on silent guitar? He drops his plectrum. Oh, does he? I didn't notice that. Yeah, uh, well, it's either that or a. Well, it was a plectrum. I tell you what, if you drop your plectrum and you're wearing a giant light bulb, you ain't picking it up. No, no. I think I think by that point they were all thinking about getting the light bulbs off. Well, certainly this one was. <laughs> yeah, man, he was the first to make the move. It's banana. He just wanted to go wild, didn't he? Yeah, he he was pent up, and so was Flea. I mean, once Flea gets his off, he goes into you know that kind of Flea-ish, jumping around, screaming type thing. Did you notice at the end of the first solo, um, at, at five minutes five seconds? Dave accidentally switches off his distortion pedal. And so... I, I did not notice that. Going into the next verse, you've got that very... It gets, suddenly goes really quiet, and the guitar loses all its body, and then he switches it back yeah. on. Probably because he couldn't see um, what the fuck he was doing with his feet. Um, and, and also, the, it, Dave didn't use, or historically didn't use then, like presets or things like that. He was, he's very much a boss pedals man. Mm. Uh, I can't speak for nowadays, but it certainly was back in the day. Um, and so you've got to turn off the, your pedals individually, and he and he just looked up. And uh, there's a great video which I've spoken about before, uploaded by Sinitri, C E N I T R I, Starlix Master Sessions. Do you remember once upon a time we talked about uh, Barry Manilow with the hair explosion? Yes. Yeah, that where Barry Manilow with the hair explosion is interviewing Dave about his techniques and his styles and uh, all that kind of thing. Really, really worth watching. So go and check that yeah. out. Search Dave Navarro explains riffs and effects from one hot minute and you'll find it. 
Also, yeah. going further than that, if you're a Queen fan, search Brian May Starlix 1983, and Brian May breaks down some of his most famous riffs and solos and tells you how to play them. Of course, Brian May is famously an Englishman. Englishman, that's right. He's a mun. And uh, <laughs> he's also an, ast- an astronomer, I believe. He is, and he's a keen badger lover. He is. He loves badgers. He does. He's also, by all accounts, a genuinely nice guy. He is, yeah. And he's got a, a wonderful head of white hair. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would have loved to be able to keep my hair. I would have sacrificed the colour just for that amount of hair. Yeah, well, that's right. Now, but we weren't given the, we weren't given the choice. We weren't. I would have ticked keep your keep your hair and let it go white instead of uh, lose your hair and what you have got starts going grey. Starts going white anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you notice at three thirty six going into the court the first chorus, Dave tries to carry on playing a verse, and uh, and yeah. and that's difficult as a, as a as a guitarist or a musician or, or a singer especially that early on in your career and especially in front of this many people and especially, you know, you're being recorded by MTV. I think it was MTV pay-per-view event. Um, mate, fucking that up that early in the set, making a mistake like that, it hurts. Mm. It, it's, it can really knock your confidence. So the fact that he comes back so strong, I think is, is testament to his um, ability to come back really strong. Come back after, strongly. <laughs> after he's made a mistake. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think you're probably right there. Yeah. And he does come back strong. I mean, the swan obviously forgets forgets some, some words here, but he's not thrown by that. No, what, the swan or Dave? The swan. No, but if he's if the swan's going to be thrown every time he forgets some words, he'll be constantly in the air. Constantly thrown. Yeah. Okay, that was cool. I enjoyed giving it away. Should we move on to Suck My Kiss? Yeah, I thought it was a really solid start. And actually, what I, what I would just like to add is that I think the swan sounds great when he sings Give It Away live. He, he always sounds good. It's right, it's comfortable for him. And he sounds better singing Give It Away than he does some of the other songs during this, you know, this this particular show. Not that he ever sounds really bad, but I always think he does a, a very good job of Give It Away. Yeah, I agree. Um, do you want to do the Navarro rating? Yes, I'm going to give Dave, taking everything into account. Please, and you must when you do the rating. You've got to. Uh, I'm going to give him a, bearing in mind everything, as I say, I'm going to give him a eight. Okay. I, uh, yes, I was going to give him a seven. Then I remembered that he'd been forced to wear a giant light bulb on his head. So I I too will give Dave an eight and we'll move on to. That's a good start for Dave Navarro. Well, I'm sailing. Coming out of Suck My Kiss, live at Woodstock 94, Sam. And I'm... Oh, hello. He's, he's opened another beer. What, uh, what are you drinking there, brother? Brother, I'm drinking Punk IPA by Brewdog. It's a classic Samuel beer. Yeah, I love this stuff. Is, is they your sponsors today? 
Yeah, sponsored by Brudo today. That's it. You get, get that down on the desk. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, it you know, they very kindly, as always, provided me with um, eight cans of punk. So, well, um, yeah, thank you, Brewdog. Well, guess who I'm sponsored by today? Oh, I mean, I'm going to go against the grain and say Cronenberg 1664. You're completely wrong. It's Carling. But it's also, curling. it's also... Uh, Swizzles sweet shop favourites. Ah, uh, now a very well established uh, confectionery company. I was over the moon when Swizzles came through for me because they do, you know, those classic lollies, fruity pops. Yeah. Um, inside my sweet shop, sweet shop favourites bag, which is nice because it's easy to recycle, is my is your classic fizzers, your drumsticks, your drumstick squashies, your um, refreshers, your Parma violets. And your those lollies that kind of dissolve in your mouth, which are really oh, nice. I like those. Yeah, I mm. like those. So uh, and love hearts as well. <clears throat> that honestly, honestly, mad. The love hearts made, made you a little bit hoarse. It did. <laughs> uh, when that email came through from Swizzles, I was absolutely over the moon. They said, "Pop yourself down to Tesco's and buy this." Mm, oh, actually, yeah. More realistically, get uh, get your daughter-in-law to buy you this for Christmas. Yes. Well, either way, you know, you'll receive it. And it is part of the Swizzle sponsorship package. Absolutely. So thank you, Swizzles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Now, I'm going to quote Alan Partridge to you, Sam. Okay. Dead air. Yes, is a crime. Yes. And what you get here, because of the decision to come out dressed in giant light bulb costumes, is an mm. awful lot of dead air after your first song when what you want to be doing is going straight in and maintaining the energy that you've just created on the first song. That's, yeah, that, that's set list writing 101, isn't it? It is. And, you know, it happened. I'm sure the crowd were on a high, you know, especially having seen the light bulbs. So I think, I think it's okay, but it's not ideal. I'll, I'll go that far, but that's as far as I'm prepared to go. Well, you said Flea gave it a lot of energy once he had his light bulb off. Oh, he, once he, he was released, he was like a, a, a coiled spring. Mm, like a little pea. Yeah, well, he's like even more like a little pea later on. He certainly is. He loves the sky and the trees, I'm led to believe. He does. Yes, he does. He does. I'll go even further. <laughs> I'm just going to do the lyrics to Flea. No. Uh, Flea P. <laughs> I, did, I didn't join in. I was trying to eliminate that risk. Trying to get rid of that. Okay, good energy on this one. A, um, a manic hit me from the Swan at nine forty six. Nine minutes forty six. A wide eyed manic hit me. This guy yeah, is well, into it. Uh, yeah, and his energy levels are extremely high at this stage. He's just been released from his his baked potato prison, mm, and he's ready to go. And I think I heard him say, thank you, baked potato. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was the first person to thank a baked potato. Well, I think that's when Matt um, Lucas was watching this video. He got the idea. Um, I, what I really like about this is um, Dave. Dave's really doing great stuff on this, on the Oh Baby Think, oh Baby, think You Can parts. Um, there's a specific thing that he does where when you say, oh, baby, think you can be my girl, I'll be your man, and then it goes back into the main riff, he plays, as per the record, the first note of that riff, which is an F into a G, mm. on the high, uh, the high part of, of what he's just been playing. 
um, it's difficult to describe, but it's as per the record, and it's unless you were listening for it specifically, it, it's something that you wouldn't necessarily pick up on. And given what he does later on to to um, a certain song, yes, it's, it's remarkable that he gets something so perfectly right and something so oddly wrong. Perfectly wrong, mm. yes. But he has, of course, come out and said that this is this was his favourite song to play live. Oh, it's a cool song, and we've said it once. We've said it before. We'll say it again. We we played the song at my wedding, live at my wedding, didn't we? Yes, we did, didn't we? Just great times that. Um, and I'll I'll tell you this: I played uh, the wah wah pedal on the guitar solo, just like Dave. Yeah, sometimes you've got to. Well, I think by that point I'd been uh, uh, drinking since about nine o'clock in the morning. You were you were well oiled. Well, it was nine o'clock at night. That was twelve hours. So I thought, yeah. I'll, uh, I thought I'll cover any mistakes I make with this wah-wah pedal. Good you right there? You, you seem a bit gassy. A bit gassy, and I've been eating quite a lot of these uh, confectionery-shaped eggs. Ah, who are they from? They can sponsor us. Oh, yeah, that, that actually is another one of my sponsors. Bonbons, luxury hand-packed confectionery. As we said earlier, I'm so glad that they've been handled at this, at so, this time in our lives. Welcome aboard, Bonbons. Thanks, Bonbon. Bon- Thanks, Bonbon. That's just French for sweet. Yeah, well, they're on board, man. Um, oh, did you notice this? It had a had a kickoff competition between uh, the Swan and Flea. Yes, I, I did. I, I think um, they, you know, they both. Flea is more well known for his high kicking ability. Well, who do you think won this? Who do you think won the kickoff? Because at ten twenty nine, the Swan does and a great kick and above the head. Head, mm. height, high kick. He does another yeah. one later. And then at 11.50, Flea does a, a double kick, one from each leg, but, but times it to the, uh, the double stab on the second chorus. I think Flea's at a, a disadvantage anyway because he's got a guitar on. Yes, go on. And, and the swan can use the microphone for, for extra, extra air. Oh, to get some more hang time. But I will give it to the swan. Really? When do you say he can use a microphone? Do you mean he can use the microphone and the microphone microphone stand? stand. Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, I'm going to give it to Flea just because he times it perfectly to that debunk, but down part on the... uh, the Yeah, this one times it, but times it badly on one of his. And and Flea times it perfectly, so it's a draw on the kickoff. Yeah, okay. Well, sometimes that happens. Mm. Do you want to toss a coin to see who the winner was? I haven't got a coin. No, fair enough. Okay, guess what hand... Hang on, I'll put something in my hand. Oh, well, fuck it, I won't bother. It's a draw. It's a draw, an honourable draw. Uh, oh, a lovely ballet spin from Dave here. We know he loves twirling. At 12, yes. 12.36, he does a full three times 360-degree spin. Yes, it's lovely. It's so graceful. He just kind of drifts off screen. Yeah, he, he's a graceful player. We've said it before. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not into his sort of major body moves. No, he just kind of floats around, spins around a bit. He's light on his feet, isn't he? Very light on his feet. Yeah, yeah, he is. But I, he seems to be enjoying this song, which is particularly, which is nice. Getting into it, doing his spins, and um, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him. Good to hear. Looks like, looks like you're sucking the head of the angel of the north. Well, I suppose it does. Once again, I've got my uh, my BIP push-up lolly holder. And as we described last week, when you press it, bosh, it does look a bit like the Angel of the North. You're quite right. <laughs> yeah. um, 
Uh, did you notice? Here's a, here's a GTP, a guitar technical point. Mm, first one of the evening. At 12.54 in the last chorus, did you hear that strange noise Dave makes? Oh, is it like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did hear it, yes. Reminds me of the effect that John has on throwaway television. Mm. But this is created all by hand, natural hand. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a slide. He's utilising slide harmonics. Oh, so you, I thought he was. Yeah, but I, I could see that in your eyes. He, uh, you, you, you can hammer on and pull off. So just do a trill, essentially. And uh, then just slide your palm down the length of the strings. And the, the, uh, your palm will pass the harmonic points of the strings. And it makes that noise. Um, it's not a traditional way of playing uh, of Suck My Kiss by any means. But it, I'm glad it's not on the, on the album. It, you know, it, sounds, it, sounds, it sounds cool in moderation. As a one-off, it, you know, it's acceptable. Right, so shall we... Um, and, and also, I do think we should say at this point, we're not going to talk about Chad much this gig, but he is there. He is doing what he does best. He's pounding away on those skins. God bless yeah, him. Yeah, of course he is. He's doing a great job. He always does. You know, we overlook him at our peril. We know that we've got uh, Jack Johnson ready to pounce he'll if be, we don't need to mention him. He'll be right on us. He'll be on us like a, a puma. A puma? <laughs> <laughs> Jack, uh, email in if you've ever been described as a puma before. Uh, or is that the first time? Well, well, the I'm, thing is, he's got to email in anyway now, not just if he has been described as a puma, but also if he hasn't. Yeah, let us know whether you've ever been described as a puma before. Um, now, shall we do the old Frusciante, ra- Frusciante rating? Ooh, we wish. Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 man, those days will come, and they will come pretty soon. Do you think they'll play Suck My Kiss when John's back? Well, I think the first time we'll get to talk about John may well be the album release. You may well be right. I was bound to do gigs before then, mate. Well, only if they can, though. Well, they'll do a pre-tour of a select number of shows, a la the Tour de la Sensitive. Yeah, but I'm just thinking of COVID. Oh, sure. You know, oh. the, you know the, pand- the pandemic that oh. we're in the midst of? The worldwide pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, surely that'll be over by uh, 2021. That was the, what I was promised. Well, once John's ready to play live again, surely they'll just call it all off. Yeah, COVID will just be uh, blown away by the might of the man's fingers. Yeah, COVID will just sit quietly in the crowd and then bog off. Perfect. John, come back. That's what I shouted. Come back, ELO. Come back, John, and play us some more songs. <laughs> now, quick question. When we're doing the, um, the Navarro rating, yes. are, we, are we rating it as to how close he gets to the original or how well we think he adds his own bits and pieces and just how cool the song sounds? Yeah, it's overall how cool the song sounds. Um, so it's, it's, it just really is based on how you feel. Oh, sure. Okay. Taking well, everything into account. Okay. Well, you have to do that when you do a rating. You do. But you, you know, I'm, I'm glad you, you checked because I wouldn't have wanted you to give some kind of false reading. No. Okay. Do you want to rate uh, Suck My Kiss then? No, I went first last time, so you go first this time. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'll give it uh, an eight. <laughs> oh, really? Another eight? Goodness me, this guy's nothing if not consistent. That was taking everything into account, including the <laughs> fact that five minutes before, he was wearing a big light bulb on his head. Of course it was. Oh, you've got to take that into account. Um, you know, based on the fact that he was 
wearing a light bulb on the uh, on the, on his head at the start of the previous song, mm. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. <laughs> well, this goes nothing if not consistent. <laughs> All right. Next tune is warped. Let's go. Okay, coming out of Warped. This, I'll quote this one. Dave hated the light bulb idea. We forced him. Hmm. Difficult. That doesn't surprise me. Well, this one's a forceful character. Yeah, but is that some kind of power play against the new guy? Well, who knows? A hazing, if you will. Put him in a light bulb. <laughs> Put him in a light bulb and teach him a lesson. Yeah. But, but fair enough, they taught themselves all a lesson. They all taught themselves a lesson. They did. They did. They haven't done it since. <laughs> they certainly haven't. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I will say it again. If I am writing a set list, I don't put mm. it in. It's a great, great song. But mm. in, in this, and 90, musically, it's, it's 95% there, or even yes. 99% there. I um, wouldn't go that far. All right, 98. Uh, but it's just the lyrics are so amorphous and and fluid that yeah it, it doesn't yeah. Yeah. and especially when it, it doesn't, doesn't there's no words for it yet. it doesn't translate into the live experience and and the main reason for that is the is the vocal part yeah it, the timing for it is extremely difficult yeah he struggles with it all the way through. I mean, luckily, because of the song structure, you can kind of just keep rolling, keep rolling, keep rolling. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah. When you know, when you know the song, you know you can see that it's he's 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 all over the place, really. So, yeah, I, yeah. Like you say, musically, it's great. It's good ride. It's fast. It's furious. And the, the and then of course it comes to the, the the end, which is lovely. So there is a lot to enjoy, but it does doesn't quite translate. And like you say, especially, I, I, I wouldn't have put it in, but it's from One Hot Minute. They're, exci- the, they're know, excited about it, aren't they? They're excited about writing yeah. new music. Yeah, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't agree with you. Uh, it's too fast, too furious. I would even go as far as to say that. Hang on. When you say you couldn't agree with me, do you mean you couldn't agree with me more or you don't agree with me? Uh, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. I was just using shorthand. Thank you. I know, but that's the problem with shorthand. Sometimes it completely changes the meaning of the statement. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I think it's. I think it's. It's great. I thought you were agreeing with me, but then you said you couldn't agree. With me. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't agree with you more. No, I couldn't agree with you. Um, you you're right to, to bring up the fact that the Swan isn't coming in at those points. What gives the song? Part of its driving energy on the album is because it comes in at those specific points as well. With that role yes. with with, with Chad, and again, Chad is absolutely awesome here. I always think it's a masterclass in drumming this song. Um, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, when sure, when sure. you have those gaps where the Swan hasn't come back in exactly where he's going to start coming in in the future, you then yeah. have big spaces where it's just. Well, and you've also got those spaces at the other end as well. Yeah. So it, it, it's a it's a funny one. It's a funny one. 
Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I got morning sickness, that's my father's impression. um, Did you notice that Chad's got a German flag on his cap? No, I didn't. I think it's a German flag. If it's not a German flag, it's three lines of colour, which are the same as the German flag. It could be a coincidence. Well spotted. (laughs) A coincidence that someone's put a German flag on his cap. Yeah, well, the three lines of colour that are the same as the German flag. Uh, Well, we'll move past the flag, the cap flag issue, but we will keep an eye on it, shall we? Keep an eye on it, please, Ben. We will. We will. Um, The intro, I I love the intro to Warped. I always have done. However, Dave does do a funny bit at 1444. He starts going a little bit. Yeah. And on that technique interview that I I was talking about on uh, the masterclass, whatever it's called, Starlix, he says that noodling around, just droning on 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 the bottom E string and then just working on the A string going up and down. He says you you pretty much can't go wrong. I think it goes wrong quite badly. I think he, he disproves that theory here, yeah. And uh, it, 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 he gets back into it. It's just a bit of a funny one, especially if this is something you've never heard before and then it sounds quite bad. Yeah. I, yes, but remember, we are listening to this, having been listening to the, you know these songs for, for a long time. So if you've never heard it before and you think that's how it goes, then and plus you probably wouldn't even notice when you're jumping around in the crowd. But... Yeah, it's um, it's not great. And it's a bit like, to be honest, it's a bit like the end as well, when it sounds like they're going to go into something and then they don't. Yeah, yeah, they just pick up something. I think I might just drop into like a little bit of a, um, a James Addiction song very, very briefly there. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure, though. But it's a strange decision, having, you know, having broken down and gone through the, lovely, the loveliness of the end of the song, to then do that little bit, a bit weird again. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you, Sammy. Of course, we're not we're not marking Dave on this song because he wrote it. So, he, well, I, should we mark him on how well he played it for Dave's song? <laughs> mark him anyway. It'll be the lowest one so far. Uh, no, but it's great. I love the way he stands when he plays the riffs. He's, I love to see Dave. And actually, here he looks really young. Um, later on in his career with the Chili's, he's going to have longer hair. He's going to have. He's going to bulk out a little bit. Yeah, and he's going to yes, start. He's going to start wearing leathery flares with boots. Um, well, interestingly, I think I've, I've got a, a pause on the swan here. I think you can still, at this point, see that some very young elements of the swan's face as well hmm. throughout the show. Well, I'd go as far as to say sometimes during the show, he looks quite a lot like Ronnie O'Sullivan facially. Who? The swan. The swan. The swan. <laughs> really? Yeah. There's quite a few times I think, oh, he's made a Ronnie O'Sullivan face there. Oh, yeah, he's got Ronnie really yeah. Not, yeah. not as well, I, I, I agree. No, no, exactly. I do agree with you that I think um, Dave looks very young, and, and like you say, he does bulk up a bit and gets a few more tats. The Swan's got very few tattoos here, mm. so um, there's a lot more skin on the show. Well, talking about the Swan and his body and his skin, what mm. a great body shake he does at seventeen twenty. The old ugh, back and forth. You spot that? I missed it. Oh, mate, what a shake. If we could go back to watch it, I'd recommend to go back and, and watch it, but we can't. No, I can't now, but I will in, in, the, in the future. Always moving forward, University Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast is. <laughs> oh, Christ. Always looking to the future. Looking to improve. Never looking back. 
never looking back yeah, at no, 1994. Well, apart, from, <laughs> apart from now. Apart from, apart from the retrospective of, of 2020 that we did last, just a couple of weeks ago. Well, and actually, apart from every episode we've ever done. Christ. We've, yeah. never, we've never predicted anything. Well, you, well, we we have, you predicted John was going to come back that time. I did, and I, I was still living off that. That's is that not literally. You are not literally. <laughs> that's not that, my sole source of income. <laughs> that one prediction on this very obscure podcast. Yeah. It brings me uh, it brings me in sixty, seventy thousand pounds a year. The pittance. I'd be amazed if it brings yeah. me sixty, seventy P. I've never made any money from it. I don't know how to. <laughs> That's just. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how to best monetize it. <laughs> if you find some change down the back of the sofa, do you say, "Ah, yeah, that's." Ah, yeah, here we go. That's starting a, to pay dividends. That's the prediction money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wife, look, the prediction money's rolling in again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should just say because we've got slightly spotty sound. Uh, we are, of course. Um, yeah, the UK is in essentially a full lockdown with its tier five. Did you notice, just to bring it back to uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Podcast. Uh, university speaking. Uh, Flea, uh, during the last stab section, you know, bow, bow, uh, where they do the, the, the stabs coming out of the, the, uh, the solo, bow, 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 where they do the stabs. Flea barks them. Mm, he, yeah. he barks the first one and the third one at 1742 and 1748. Doesn't bark the second one. But he barks like a dog. He goes, uh, woof, woof, woof. Do, do you do a bark now? I just did. I did three. All right, do, do a proper one. Hang on. Money penny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll bark in the, in the voice of Sean Connery. Fine. Money penny. Woof. Uh, it's not bad, but you're still just saying "woof." Okay. Ah! That's, 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 a bird. <laughs> that's a bird. That was a that was a toucan. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to move past. I can't bark like Flea. I can I can make a, a toucan noise, but that's it. Okay, well, I've never done a bark. Do you want me to try? Why not? Do it in the, the in an Arnold Schwarzenegger accent. <laughs> okay. Woof. Oh, very good. <laughs> okay. Well, let's move. Uh, now do a pro- I want to do a proper one. <laughs> okay. He's desperate to he's desperate to bite like a dog. This chap. I've never tried it, but I just want to give it. You haven't given it a full body attempt, so I'm going to try. I'm not sure what sort of dog it will be, but here we go. Mm, I'm not even going to try, mate. That was great. That was genuinely great. Um, well, let's move on to Stone Cold Bush. Brother Beyond, I'm telling you, that is what I am all about. Stone Cold Bush, talk to me. It's just a great song. Actually, bang around in that chair a bit more. Then then talk to me. It's a great song, A, and B, it's a great live number. Certainly is, and I I think this is a wonderful performance of it. It is, yeah, it's energy-fueled, and... They all they all sound wonderful. Dave does a great job here. Not to you know give you an idea of what I'm going to score him, but I think it's fantastic. I love the way the I love the way the solo the way the solo works within the song and 
just the way I love the whole song, but it's just it's just a brilliant live number. Great energy from the Swan in particular. He yeah. looks he's at his best here, and it's one of his best songs during a, a quite a long time period. But he's yeah, it's it's bloody shit up. Swan's in great voice on this one. Sounds really really good. Yes, yeah, and him and Flea singing together sounds fantastic. Indeed. The hint, the merest hint there of a possible backup singer, but we will get into that on the next song. Oh, no, because Dave was almost doing some backing singing during um, one of the others as well. Yeah, he did like one it. line in Warped. Yeah, one line in Warped. I like the way that Dave, there's a couple of occasions later on where he almost lets himself have a little sing. Yeah. And then stops himself almost immediately. He, I mean, he's got a microphone. He isn't going to use it much, and he's turned down very quiet. And b- believe me, we've got an input from someone else on these backing vocals, and we'll get there, as we always do when we talk about uh, this era. Of course. Um, yeah, it really suits Dave's tone. They're locked in. Uh, yeah, yeah, very, very good. At 21 minutes and three seconds, a swan with the neck breaker with his head. Mm. Wow. I mean, he is so into it. And he's... That's a textbook swan move to this song, and especially with his long hair. I don't think you'll see it longer than this, ever. No, it's it's uh, ultra long. <laughs> it's mega long. Um, and you wouldn't want to be doing that nowadays. I certainly, at my age, would not want to be moving my neck in that particular configuration. Well, I think this is what got me to thinking, just how old is the swan here? He's an age. He must be in his 30s. Oh, God, we've done this before. Right. Provide some golden content, brother. I'm going to look it up. Well, during the spring of 1994, the swan was of a particular age. This, of course, is fully-fledged summer. It hasn't think- changed much, but it will have slightly altered by he a was couple of He was 32. 32? He looks, you know, I mean, I'm 39. Mate, that is shocking. There's the, I mean, the people that you looked up to during that, that famous holiday in Spain when we first listened to One Hot Minute on heavy, heavy rotation, mm-hmm. you're now seven years older than that person was, uh, or, or six years older when it was released. Mm-hmm. But, mate, how does that make you feel? Depressed? <laughs> yes. It makes me feel younger than you. Oh, screw you. <laughs> Uh, okay, Dave. Oh, there's some great Dave bits here because he he does um he does quite a lot of uh, Navarro like input. So different mm. from the, the regular song. Uh, there's a lovely, lovely bit at, um, at 21:15 where he doesn't double flee and he goes into a bend and then he does uh, like uh, uh, plays a bend or uses it with the whammy. Uh, throws in tri- a fast trill. Sounds really cool. Uh, and he does that throughout the song, just sticks an extra bit. So there's one bit where he just slows up the neck a couple of times towards the end, like, woo, woo, woo. It doesn't sound exactly like that. It sounds better. <laughs> there you go. Uh, great stick twirl from Chad from the Miss Smith at 2136. Yeah, well, you know, he's got that in the locker. It's always in the locker. It's always there, really, to rescue him if he needs to look good. Um. Dave on the wire, of course, to start the solo. Uh, yeah, but this is a wire-heavy song anyway. Hmm. So, so it's okay here. Pre-solo, pre-the-bass solo, he, Dave just throw, takes a cigarette out of his mouth and throws it on the floor. 
Yeah, it, am I correct in thinking it's basically almost a whole cigarette? Well, however much it is, it, it, these were the days, mate, when you could just, A, well, presumably you can still smoke on the stage in this situation because it is outside. Okay, that's the best song so far for me. Uh, Stone yeah, Cold uh, Bush. Right, and interesting, isn't it, that Stone Cold Bush is the best song so far mm. when you consider what has been played. There's been some good songs and there's been Warped. Yeah, <laughs> which, which is a great song, but not particularly in, in, in kind That's of... That's right. Please, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Um, but yes. So, yeah, it's just so much energy, so much passion that goes into that. And it just carries through. And you just get swallowed up by that, by that performance of Stone Cold Bush. I, I, I'm, in, I'm in and I'm on and we've got a rank Dave. You're in and you're on. Give it a Dave rating then. I'm going to give him a nine there. I, too, will give him a nine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on. Next tune is... uh... Oh, I've I've started listening to it, but I have forgotten what it is. Well, if you have to ask. Yeah, never Coming out there, if you have to ask, I would say it's at maximum volume, and it is at maximum volume, but it's not, you can't get this particular recording very loud. Are you having that issue? It's extremely quiet. It is. What we need is a post amp mm, to boost yeah. it a bit more. If we had a post amp, or even a post amp, post amp. Hmm. Post stamp. A post amp amp. Well, if we can post ourselves a post amp with a post stamp. Anyway, we'll be on the right track. <laughs> uh, what do you make of this performance? Yes, I think uh, overall it's it's very solid. I do have some issues with it. I don't. I think the Swans' delivery at times is not one hundred percent there. Um, I, th- I actually thought I was going to dislike the solo a lot more than I did on that particular listen, uh, and I don't like the ending. No, wow, you sound very, very non-committal. I actually really like this version of it. I think this one yeah. is a uh, nice tone, cool, relaxed groove I've written down. Got no problem with this tone. It's just <laughs> some, 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 the way he delivers some of the lines. I don't like the way he says, you'll never know. Oh, no, well, uh, I mean, when he says uh, funky motherfucker, he's way off anyway. He's, he's, he's huge off pitch on, the, on, on certainly on the but first at least one. He's, at least he's committing to that, though. Oh, it certainly is. And, and as we've discussed before, he loves committing to singing off key sometimes. So, you know, you can't knock him for that. He's, uh, he's well into it. He's been doing it for years. <laughs> he's, an, he's, he's an expert. Chorus one, who is doing the backing singing? Here we go. This mm. is the era of Rob Allen, Rob Rule, Rob Run, Spider. Is okay. he there? Somebody is there doing this mm. backing box. Uh, Ray, River Phoenix's sister, or Rufus's brother is not there, I don't believe. But no, um, no. certainly, someone else is doing the backing vocals. It happens on is a few times. Stan Vavrinka's sister, is she there? Yes, she is. <laughs> that is the answer. Yeah, she, she is there. Stan wasn't playing in 1994. He was, didn't have a tournament. So she pops no. along and does the backing vocals for the Chili's. God, uh, Stan was young back then. 
Flea's doing a bit there on the first chorus. Dave's nowhere near a mic, and it's just too powerful for each other. You can hear Flea's voice, and you can hear the other voice. Yes, there's definitely more than Flea. Uh, Dave makes a, a decent fist of the um, of the chorus guitar part because it's a funny staccato guitar part, and I think he does really well with that. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, th- I think we we do have to hand Dave Navarro a lot of credit here. He's 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 committing fully to playing these songs. Oh, uh, well, he's, he's got to. He's joined the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> I know, I know. But you know, he adds his own twist, but he, he he's not shy about you know, playing someone else's stuff. And that, and I think that's fantastic. It sounds great. What I mean by that is he's, he's getting into it. You know, he's, he's enjoying it. He's not just standing there doing it. No, I, I completely agree with you. And I think if he was shy about playing somebody else's stuff at this point, mm. they, they'd have almost nothing to play. It would be a strange headlining gig if they just played Warped Aeroplane and uh, they play any other... They left for one, hot, one um, hot minute in its entirety. Well, actually, yeah. well, it was all written. So they come out and uh, just do three songs. But you're right. He is, at this point, he's basically in a, in a Chili's cover band. No, he's in the Chili's doing, he's co- doing cover songs. Well, no, he's in the Chili's. They're not cover songs. <laughs> well, he's covering <laughs> He's covering John's guitar parts. The rest of them are doing their own parts. Original part. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, so this is, this is one quarter of Red Hot Chili Peppers. Cover band. Cover band. It is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Good. Well, I hope he enjoys himself. Do you notice at 26 and again, they, let him play, they let him play his own stuff. Yeah. That, that very short section just after the end of, just towards the end of Warped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that two seconds. 2611, we talked about media and Davina. This is the break after chorus one into verse two. Flea starts doing Davina exercises and really commits to it. You see him doing the heel forwards mm. repeatedly. I mean, this guy is super fit. Flea is very fit and very flexible. Mm. So, you know, he can do the yoga. yoga. He's well, a yogi. He's a this, this era. And even now, yeah, he's a yoga yoga boy. He's 32. Chorus two is a bit... Yeah, well, at 32, I was able to do Davina Div- McCall, the power of three. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, not so much. The... It's one of those another extended breakdowns, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, before the polo it? goes on for a bit longer. It's a bit slow, and so when they're jumping, the jumping's a bit laboured. Mm. Well, it has to be. And Dave doesn't jump, which which is fine. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Dave, it's not just during this one. Dave has never jumped. Ever. No. He has never left Terra Burma. I'm going to put that. I'm going to go onto his Wikipedia page later on and put that down as a fact. Dave in. Navarro has never jumped. It seems amusing, but it is true. But he said that the the natural spin of the Earth and the gravity that is created by it yeah, is enough uh, for him. No, it's not the spin of the Earth that creates gravity. Surely, it's a what creates gravity? Is it the magnetic it, core in the Earth? It, it's uh, it's the Moon. Mm, I find that hard to believe. <laughs> anyway, where we create gravity, Dave's a big fan of it. It's the core. Lovely. The I core. really enjoy the. It's the core. It's the core. I really. Can I say I really enjoy the guitar solo before you say it's the core again? <laughs> yes. 
I think it's cool. Great, uh, great time. I'm, I'm, I, I can't remember what I was meant to say. I really like the Casal solo. It's a killer. <laughs> I love the tone. Now, Dave had on his board at this point a Boss DS2 distortion. Um, he also had, uh, well, he's using um, Marshall JCM 900s at, at this point, um, which, which has a two channel, so you can switch it between the, the clean channel and the dirty channel. So he's also he's just got the Marshall switching pedal on his board. So, um, I'm not sure if this is the, the dirty channel on the Marshall or if it's the Boss DS2. Whatever it is, it sounds fucking awesome. I love this guitar solo. It takes the ideas from the original solo, takes yeah. them to different places. It's, it's, yeah. it's what this kind of thing should be at its best. It's faithful to the original whilst having the twist of the new guy, you know, the guy who's doing the covers. Yeah, I think you've put that absolutely spot on. And that's why... Please! That's please. No, no, that's why I made that noise. Oh, right. What, to affirm your belief? Yeah, what, what you were saying. All right. Are we, is that what we do when we think something's good now? Yes. It is. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. There, there he's in the chair. Lovely stuff. <laughs> no, but I do completely agree with you. You're absolutely spot on. It's recognisable as being the Freshante solo, which we all know and love, and yet it's got that Navarro twist on it. And he, do, he does it again later on, and, and that's where you can take true enjoyment because you can see the new man fitting in and you can see him adding to to what was already there and i take great enjoyment from that agreed now you're um you're you're starting to sound a bit like a dalek sometimes uh due to the internet and you're pixelated on my screen no it's just my age ah right so so you've you're slowly turning into a series of pixels give this uh let's rate this then on the uh, Navarro scale? I think I might go lower than you this time. I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. Well, I'm going to give it an eight. Hmm. I, I thought that might be the case. Well, well thought out. And we'll move forward onto Organic Anti Beatbox Band. Coming out of organic anti-beatbox band, straight ripped straight from the annals of oomph, uh, we had communications from the Lord Rev- <laughs> from the Lord Reverend Travis Lee on Twitter, and he talked about Grandpappy as well. Lord Reverend Travis Lee says, "I really dig Dave's take on the Grandpappy intro, but not so much his take on anti-beatbox band. He could have made this sound so hard and badass, but it's just kind of weak and boring." And I'm inclined to agree to a point there because the album track is, the guitar playing is a lot more wild. This was an opportunity for, for Navarro to really kind of let himself go. And, yeah, uh, yeah, and he doesn't. In fact, he looks a little bit restrained on it, a little bit nervous. Towards the end of the song, he, he slips up. And it, but it's not so noticeable on this song because it's such a busy, such a busy song. 
I uh, don't think it starts in this one. Don't you? Why do you think they picked it then? They only played it three times. Well, you know, he just doesn't... To, to me, he looked here more than ever. In fact, for the first time, he looks like a guy who's just playing guitar in a band who who happened to like playing this song. Yeah, he's a, he's in a covers, a covers band. He, yeah, he's he's just playing the guitar part. He doesn't really... He's not into it, is he? He's not into it. He's not into it. He's just not into it. I'll tell you who's into it. The crowd at 3148, they're bloody loving it. And they are. I th- to be honest, I get the impression with this crowd that, that, that they could just stop playing and they'd still carry on moshing and crowd surfing. And yeah, well, they after they did give it away, they did stop playing for quite a long time. Yeah, yeah exactly. And that was when they were at their most ferocious. Uh, their most bulby. Oh, their least bulby, depending on how you look the at crowd. it. The crowd, I mean. Oh, sure. Sorry, not the band. No, it's not the band. Um, what I really like on this gig is it precursors, uh, it's a precursor to the uh, the bullet time at Slain when it slides across the front of the stage. They did that in mm. bullet time at Slain, but here they are just moving the camera on on the rails from side to side. Love that thing. It's quite a psychedelic sex funk live from heaven where they're tracking yeah. across the stage. And so you're seeing all the band in, in one shot. Well, yeah. And, and there are times during this show that take me back to psychedelic, you know, the Swan's performance, the Swan throughout that, that, that sort of probably six to eight year period was just on fire. And he, and he, he changes after after this, really, doesn't he, into the Californication, Anthony? Yeah, the Californication era swan. But here, he's still very much, you know, you could take him here and you could probably pop him back into 1988, 1989, and, and, and there's not a great deal of difference. No, that's fair enough. I'd say, yeah, this is, this. he just is fitting into Mother's Milk. Are you talking about looks-wise? No, performance-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. And then the performances do change uh, moving forward, don't they? Because he loses that yeah. that energy to a certain extent. He certainly doesn't whip his head around so much once he cuts his hair. No, I think, I, to be honest, I think the head whipping is is driven mainly by the hair length, mm. which yeah. makes sense. I haven't whipped my head around in a long time. <laughs> I'm not sure I ever have. So do you think the not head... Who's in control here, then? The swan, the hair, right? the hair, the hair's in control. Yeah, I think it might be right. The hair's taking the Maybe lead. Maybe that's why he got rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> wanted to take control. <laughs> the hair was sent is sentient hair. Yeah, exactly. Oh, here's a quick um, uh, thing for anybody who wants to read a, a short horror story about sentient body parts. Uh, mm. Books of Blood by Clive Barker has a great short story in it called The Body Politic, uh, where a pair of hands cut themselves off somebody and try to and escape that body. Hmm. Clive Barker's book of blood books of blood. Yeah. Books of blood. Well, I've only ever read one of them. So, Oh, just that first book of blood, yeah. uh, effects heavy solo again, but I quite like it. Oh, I've got a CTP, a camera technical point. You th- sure. You'd think you'd describe that camera movement where it's going across as dollying. That's what I always thought it was. Hmm. Well, you tell me what it is called, and then I'll tell you what I would call it. Okay, it's called trucking. It's a truck. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly right. Ah, I wish I made you say that before. A dolly <laughs> is where you move the camera on rails towards or away from, and tr- okay. a truck is where you move side to side. 
Okay, I prefer Dolly. Well, as a name or as a... I prefer it as a name. Yeah. Well, I prefer it as a name for a, move, a movement. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. But whereas, actually, a truck is something that you'd more naturally associate with moving than a dolly. Well, is it, though? Because I, I do, because of the term dolly, I, I think of a dolly as something that, you know, moves well, something forward. Think of a truck. Or back. Think of a truck. A truck yeah, but truck, I'm thinking about cross-country, you know, travel here. I'm not yeah, but always thinking. moving. Trucks move. Not always. They ha- they have to take their designated brakes, Ben. They do. No, you're quite right there. On the uh... Now more than ever. Exactly. Well, you can barely go anywhere nowadays. Um, backing singing, here we go again. Are you ready for this? Uh, no, no, totally busted here because this is the first time we hear that voice yeah. where we can see that Flea and Dave aren't singing. Oh, nowhere near the mics. Yeah, that's at 30, 35. Yeah, so... And yeah. you can hear... I mean, if anyone knows... Yeah, Sam Favrinka's sister. If anyone knows who that was, if it was Rob Allen, a.k.a. Rob Rule, a.k.a. Rob Run, a.k.a. Spider... Let us know. I can only think that's who it was. It must have been. It must have been Ben. Well, we agreed. Shall we? It must have been him. (laughs) It must have been Ben. It wasn't me, I promise. I was just leaving secondary school. That would have been been a nice call to get. Oh, man, imagine that. I wondered where you went for those weeks on end. Yeah, yeah. I just tour. I've gone to to, uh, play with the Red Hot Chili Peppers on their... uh, on the tour de la sensitive. That's why they couldn't have you on stage because you're underage. That's true. Although that's later on, they have Clara on stage, and she's surely underage. I mean, what is underage when it comes to this? What? The, what? Sure. Well, eighteen. Is that the legal singing age in America? Publicly, yes. An egregious flouting of the rules from Clara when she sends a Star Spangled Banner later on. Then. Well, there are some caveats. You have to be the daughter of the bassist. That's that's right. Then you can be any age. That's the caveat. Now, last thing to say about this for me is, as as Dave's playing the intro, he uh, references "Keep Yourself Alive" by Queen. Um, Ding, 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 that noise. So cool. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, overall, I have quite enjoyed it, but it was overall underwhelming. We've got to rank Dave, of course. Yes, of course. I'll give it. Oh, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll give him a five. I'll give him a six. Uh, and uh, just so you know, I like pleasure spiked with pain. And music is my aeroplane. It's my aeroplane. Samba, sweet and sour, Jane. And music is my aeroplane. It's my aeroplane. Pleasure. Coming out of aeroplane at uh, as high as we can possibly make the volume, but it is very quiet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what I like about this uh, is Flea gives uh, gives the sound guy gives the uh, gives the guy on the board a comprehensive and very sensible set of instructions about the changes yeah. he wants in his monitors. And yes. then he goes completely insane. Yes. <laughs> he, he goes down. He takes the microphone with him. He does. He does. He does. He, he goes bananas. He does. And interestingly, thank you, Banana Man, who was also tweeted in about this gig, mm. uh, about, about the bridge, which we'll get to later. But you just triggered that in my mind. 
Trigger that in the mind. That's what I'm here for. Presumably, Banana Man lives on, oh, is it Ar- Arcacia Avenue? Arcacia yeah. Avenue, yes, I believe it is. Yeah, there you go. Eric, can't remember his name. So, great. I'll, I'll tell you what, if I, we've discussed warps and said if it was us, we wouldn't necessarily stick that on the set list. But I think this is a great one if you want to play new music, if you insist on it, to yeah. throw into the set list. And in fact, this is a, this is a great little run of songs. Aeroplane, Blood Sugar, and P all run straight into each other. Yeah. There's no break. It's a lovely, it's a great section. But Aeroplane it, is kind of classically hooky chilies. It, yes, it is. Um, it starts again, classic one hot minute. It starts quiet, then of course goes into the main song. I think the Swan's a bit overzealous sometimes with his, you know, entry into into the. Uh, Verses. Ah, yeah, I suppose I didn't really pick up on that. But, you know, overall, it's pretty solid. Uh, I would have to say, again, it flounders at the end a little bit. Well, it, 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 lo- it misses the outro solo. Yes. Because yeah. Dave just does kind of a little chordy jam, which obviously at the time is a work in progress, and they hadn't decided to stick that on at the end. But yeah. it, the solo is, is key to finishing that song, I think. It now really that I- is. Now, now that we see it in this in this particular form, yeah, this, on this particular chessboard, <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, it's it's nice to hear, and it's good to see Dave in his element. He even does a little bit of backing singing, which is nice on his, you know, his microphone is not plugged in, but he he does he does. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you who else does a bit of backing singing. That other uh, that, that <laughs> the mystery the mystery man. <laughs> <you. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly, I was there. In 1989, I was fully haired. Uh, mate, I had so much hair on top of my head, I couldn't believe it. I had curtains. Great times. It's not, it's not 1989 that it, when this was on. Though. I'm just saying that in 1989, that's what I had. <laughs> <laughs> making, that, making that point. Sorry, the way that I always kind of peg my year, what year what happens is I know that I went to secondary school from 89 to 94, and I picked the wrong... I picked the starting year instead of the end year. <laughs> yeah, easily done. Easily done. Oh, right. <laughs> In 1989, I too had a full head of hair. You did. I think uh, pretty much everyone I knew did. And uh, oh, believe okay. me. I didn't um, any involvement in primary school. Hmm. <laughs> <Not did> I. <laughs> but I've seen a lot of people I went to primary school with have their hair drop out. Oh, yeah, it, it will happen. It, it, it's, it's nature's way. Hmm. It's, it's gravity. inevitable. It is gravity. It's the core of the earth. It's the core of the earth sucking the hair out of our heads. <laughs> but not out of our chins, which is weird, because that's closer to the, to the core. Well, that's primarily because it isn't the core of the earth. Well, presumably, you would claim it was the moon sucking the hair out of your head. <laughs> well, yeah, only once. Only once. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's great stuff. Uh, I like the way Davy Boy uh, is, during the choruses, is throwing in little hammer, um, little hammer and pull runs. Sounds really cool. I'm glad it's not in the al- on the album. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a little bit intrusive. It is, it, like you say, it's interesting to take this this version against the album version because it is obviously recognisably aeroplane. I recognised it almost immediately. Yeah, I did. But there was quite a lot of polish still to be added. 
Mm, the finesse. Mm, the finesse, if you will. Shall we move on to... Oh, mate. As the chilies do, they se- they segue... Seek. I almost said seek like it's written down. Yeah, <laughs> they segue uh, directly into blood sugar. Seagway. Yeah. They, should we should we to seek directly into blood sugar sex magic? Coming out of blood sugar, sex, magic, live at Woodstock, 94, Dave Navarro, Sam D. Townsend, baby brother, talk to me. It's a bittersweet experience. What's bittersweet about it? Well, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Good. But a couple of issues. Go for it. One... I don't fully believe in the Swan's delivery of of the verses. I want him to be deeper and stronger. Mm. And two, I've got an issue with Dave. What's your issue with Dave? I I really like his guitar solos. I enjoyed them. But for me, they lead to an issue. Frusciante's solos drive the song forward and and actually propel it to a higher level which allow when it comes in back into blood sugar baby you know all mm-hmm. of that the, cor- the chorus the chorus it it moves up here you've got dave doing some lovely guitar work and absolutely fantastic stuff which i, I enjoyed but then it almost stalls coming back in hmm. but i like that no yeah, i don't Okay, well, let's, uh, let's go through it. I love the way that it comes out of Aeroplane and, and Chad just gets straight onto that classic Blood Sugar Sex beat. And they're in. You know what's coming. Yeah, you certainly do, especially if you've looked at the set list and you've heard the chilies before. Dave's fitting right in here. I, I think his, his, his tone, his use of the wild pedal is perfect. Mm. It's mm. great, great stuff from Dave on those uh, mate on the verses he's spot on on the intro it's such an iconic intro yeah and he's he's doing great stuff there he is he's enjoying this you can see he's enjoying it well yeah as opposed to um organic not enjoying it yeah which he yeah. he just seemed to be yeah, <laughs> as yeah. Opposed to, yeah. <laughs> that's a more that's more literal literal finish that sentence <laughs> Um, and then when he goes into the choruses, he's great. On the, when he plays the choruses, he does yeah. something bam, I really that little bit of yeah that, that run that run is great. But yeah. he also, um, if you treat the chorus as something that runs four times through, the first twice on every chorus, he just plays it straight, and mm. the second, the third, and fourth time, he brings the harmonies in, which is on the album. But it, I, oh, when he brings those harmonies in and it thickens the sound up, it really, really is good. I mean, they, for, for me, 
And I think we're going to have to accept that we do have to say for me on the podcast because no, there's, no there's no other way to preface the sentence. <laughs> well, there is, but it's fine. I don't mind. I mean, I'd have let that slide. No, I'll always pick myself up on it. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, when he, when he goes into guitar solos, because you've made a point about mentioning that and picking Dave up on that. I've had to. The stalling nature towards the end does happen throughout pretty much all the performances with all with all of the guitarists because yes. that Chad does slow it down on the bam 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 blood. I know I, I appreciate that, but I still I still feel like and I and don't, as I say I do enjoy his guitar work during the solos. I think it sounds great, and we as we said before, it takes the. You know, it takes the, the solo from the album and builds on it, and, and he, he works in his own stylings. However, I just feel that for Shantae's solos, soar just a little bit higher and, I, and yeah, take yeah, yeah, yeah. Them to somewhere that isn't just people shouting, Blood Sugar Baby, She's Magic, Sex Magic, Sex Magic. That's the problem with this song, is it's very repetitive, and you need that break and you need that extra extra penetration that those solos give that's all i'm saying is missing yeah i I think that's fair um however i absolutely love the second solo because i think the whole thing slows down i had the experience watching it the first couple few times i watched it in the past watching it on this rewatch on the second solo i get the feeling that time is slowing down everything seems to slow down. I thought when I wrote that down on my notes and then I rewatched it again today before we started recording, I thought, will it actually seem like that? Or am I just being daft? And it does the whole thing. It's like you go into a, a hypnotic state for it for 20 seconds. Well, well and that, but that is one of Dave's qualities, isn't it? That's one of his, his guitar qualities. He, he does bring that kind of echoey, Otherworldly yeah. feels of things. Yeah, he sticks a lot of delay onto the solos, yeah. Hmm. Well, I uh, call it otherworldly feelings. Well, I call it ethereal, actually, and I did write ethereal down, which is a word we've used to describe other people sometimes. Sure. So, yes, I, I, I enjoy it, but I just... I, I just... I, I can't shake that feeling that, um, you know, that drive of, of Shante solos is missing. Yeah, no, it's not, it, it brings a lot. It brings a lot. So... We've got the mystery man back on the backing vocals. Yes, you're back. Yes. I, like, <laughs> I, am. I loved singing this song because you said the chorus is a bit repetitive, but it was one of the, the... Well, it is. No, but it was one... I liked it because it was one of the ones where I didn't have to write the words down. Yeah, well, this is, I think this is why the swan likes it. <laughs> yeah, he never gets this wrong. No, wait, uh, not, not, not then, but yeah. maybe now. Sugar sex, baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Jeez> blood. <laughs> sex, blood, blood. Blood, sugar, yeah. sex. <laughs> sugar, blood, baby. <laughs> I, think, I think we are going to have to bring up the elephant in the room here, though, I'm afraid. Which is? It comes up at 43.02, and there is clearly a woman with her breasts exposed oh my word (laughs) sorry i didn't uh yes there is and um you know of course 
these things happen at rock and roll shows. They do. MTV not shy about um, highlighting that kind of that kind of. It was pay per view, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. Do you think she was there, or do you think they threw it in because people had paid for it? Yeah. No, I, I don't think she was there. No, no, that kind of thing doesn't happen. At- it doesn't happen at a chili show. There's never been a, an exposed pair of breasts at chili show before. Listen. I was shocked to see it, and um, you know, I'll say no more about it. No, nor will I. We'll move on to pee. We'll move on past those melons to the pee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very, very well done. I'm a little pea. I love the sky and the trees. Talk to me about P, Tony. Well, I thoroughly enjoy it, Ben, because I think it's quite true to the record. He, he, and he, he doesn't emphasise stuff that he emphasises in the future. And he does some wonderful, wonderful falsetto there from Flea. Hmm. Oh, he's bang on there. That's all right, isn't it? I mean, it's P. It's P. Mm. Oh, I like P, though, so... I got a cup. Oh, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, baby brother. We didn't rate Navarro on blood sugar. Oh shit! Okay, so let's do that now. Okay, you go first. I'm going to give uh, Dave Navarro on blood sugar sex magic a strong nine. Mm. I thought he, I thought it was wonderful. I'm going to give him an eight. Hmm. Okay, uh, that's reasonable, yeah. I think. That's still a very strong score. It is. Uh, so, P, yes. Uh, I noticed a couple of things about this, and I did a little bit of research into it. Sure. Some of it's not entirely song-based. Let me run you through the first bit. You see the moon for quite a long time in this performance of P. Hmm. And, I, and I look, it looks to me like a first-quarter phase moon. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Which is a bit boring, and it's a shame because the next phase, I've, I would have been able to say that it was a waxing gibbous moon. Mm, well, waxing and waning. Well, it waxes and it wanes, so you do get a waxing gibbous and a waning gibbous. Mm, of course. I know a lot about the moon. I know that it leads to us having gravity on Earth. Exactly, and pulls the hair out of your head. <laughs> yeah. I'm a moon expert. <laughs> you certainly are. Um, now, also, nice to see the swan... At forty six thirty one, when um, yeah, Flea sings "Big and Tough and Macho, You Can Kick My Ass," yes, or "Ass," uh, the Swan is doing some actual movement stats, some punching, some beating yeah. movements, macho movements. Hmm. You see, you're so macho. Uh, uh, forty five fifty nine. Do not do this during the pandemic. What what the what the what the Swan and Flea do? No, I, I must admit, I find myself more and more when I'm watching things, thinking, you know, looking at it, thinking they, they, they shouldn't be that close together. I know, it is a bit weird, isn't it, when you watch stuff now and you think you shouldn't be hugging that person. Yeah, you can't do that. No. But, of course, in those days, you could. 
It's going to be weird when we can actually hug people again. It's going to be fucking fantastic. I can't wait to hug you, I'll be honest. I'm looking forward to it. It's been a long time. It has been. I can't wait to see you again. I know. Well, we have to see. Now we can only interact in this format where there's quite a lot of audio ducking. So whenever we talk over each other, you dip out or I dip out. It's difficult. It's difficult, but it's the world we live in. And to be honest, you know, these are problems that we've had to overcome and we will overcome once again. Okay. Now, while we're overcoming the problems, shall we move on to My Lovely Man? Another song that deeply reminds me of you. Okay, we come out of my lovely man at midi volume, but uh, but what a what a great great song, Sam. As you just gently expel a burp, nice and quietly. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me about my lovely man. Love it with Sock ninety four. Okay, let's let's break it down. One, it's fantastic source material. A quick a quick thing. I put my hand up. Can you break it down whilst not bashing the desk? Okay, one. It's great source material. Oh, yeah, that's downgraded from fantastic. <laughs> well, I had to. You broke my flow. Two, we're, de- we're dealing with a fantastic time period here in terms of sure. it's much closer to when the song was written than we are now. Okay. And three, I'm jumping straight on the Navarro bandwagon here. This is high. Oh, you're also your spoiler alert. You're going to rate him high here. So I think you're going to rate him a nine. I will put that there now. Okay. What do you make of it? It's good. It's good. There's great parts. There's bits that aren't so good. I find the, the, the choice of the choice Dave makes with his um, uh, level of overdrive, I think, is a bit low. Or, yes. or distortion. It's, it's not quite it's not powerful quite enough for me. It's not, it, well, yes, but... Okay, fine, but carry on. Um, and at forty-seven, forty-eight, as you come out the first verse into the second verse on the dadum, 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 badum, 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 badum section, he does flub big way on that on that section, and it's one of my favourite bits of the song. So, mm, I've, so that's I've, obviously, that's Mark's off. <laughs> never, never, never rated Dave before, but that's what we're doing now. Uh, he puts a lot of pinch harmonics into it, artificial harmonics, which we've done previously on GTPs. Yes, and I, 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 I personally enjoy that aspect of it. I'm sorry, just as you ended your sentence, I took a big swig of beer. So that, so that was dead air, and as we know, dead air is a crime. It's not. It's not a crime. No, but it's not punishable by law. But it is a. Uh, <laughs> it's a metaphorical crime. I, it works well when Dave does it. I wouldn't want to hear anyone else do it. Let's put it that way. Those people no. are Okay, so I get, I get the feeling that you're not c- quite into this Dave performance as much as I was. I'm trying no, to get some slack, man. Well, you better, man, because you've, uh, you've downgraded him on a couple of songs. I, I, I tell you what, I like the way he plays the choruses. It's that he does play that rhythmic, quite funky, stum, uh, stummy, strummy fashion. Really yeah. good. I think he plays that... Uh, 
I don't think anyone, including Fashanta, could play that any better. I think he does a fantastic job on that. And you, yeah, bearing, yeah. bearing in mind that this guy does not come from a funk background whatsoever. No, he doesn't. And actually, when he plays those Fashanta songs that have that more funky element, he does exceptionally well here. So that's a plus point. It's a major, for me, that's a major plus. And I, I think he captures the spirit of this song really well, more so than some of the others. So, and, and we've given him high marks all the way through. So that's why I think you're going to give him a nine. This could be really strong from me. End of verse three, Dave's holding that long note before it drops off into the, um, you know, the solo section. Yeah. But, uh, let your eyes drift to the background and you will see Flea do some quite crazy stuff. <laughs> I, I mean, was not focused on that. Was he? Doing? No, no, you wouldn't. Uh, he goes very low to the ground. He's fluid. The guy is almost sinuous. Hmm. There, there is no doubt that at times Flea is completely insane. Yeah, absolutely. Even at 32. Now, Dave, what I like here is that, you know, if I say there's a pre-solo to the solo, do you know what I mean? Yes, yes. Yeah, he explodes into the pre-solo. Mm. That part is fantastic. The solo's good. When they slip back into the, the main riff of the song, Flea starts yeah. playing the main riff again. Mm-hmm. But that pre-solo here from Navarro is is fantastic. Yeah, it is. Now, just to bring you towards the end of the song, I, I, I felt some raw emotion in the swan there. Did you? I, I felt that he was unable to say some words that he otherwise would have said. Like what? Well, you know what he comes out with, but I just felt that he was particularly subdued at the end. Do you think it was the raw emotion? I think it might have been the raw emotion. Hmm. I could be wrong, because then he starts talking about helicoptering shirts almost immediately. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. But I'm not sure. Maybe the the Swans' raw emotion was based on the fact that he'd just done a slightly weird thing when uh, the solo was going on. Uh, He lifted up his skirt. Yes, he did, and exposed the fact that I'm, actually I'm quite pleased he did. <laughs> hang on, hang just, on. Are you pleased he lifted up? Or are you quite pleased that he was wearing boxer shorts underneath? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm quite pleased that it transpired he was wearing a pair of nice black boxers. Hmm. And they were nice black boxers, weren't they? Well, I mean, if we are going to talk about boxer shorts, I should I should go on record as saying that I've recently signed up to Oddballs. Ah, uh, Joe, my brother Joe's probably put you onto that. He did. It's a £10 a month. You get a, a, a money to charity, uh, testicular cancer, and you get a pair of boxer shorts and a pair of socks each month. They're totally zany, very good quality, and it's uh, for a good cause. So if you're in the UK, or I don't know whether they do it worldwide, but get onto what balls and uh, snag yourself some snazzy underwear. Are you wearing a pair now? I am. Would you care to show me over the Squadcast feed? Sure. Can you, yeah, no, well, I can't moan about you banging your chair this time, so I'll ask you to stand up. Stand up. The belt is coming off, the button is du- is open, the fly is open, and the jeans are down. You just heard the jeans go down. They are zany, they're quite Aztec y. Yes. I'll tell you what, that, that is a lovely pair of uh, boxer shorts. Yes. So get onto oddballs. It's good stuff. Yeah, it looks a decent quality. It's money. It's for a good cause. More than anything. I don't. I don't like zany socks, though. Oh, mate! You should see the socks. You want to see them? Uh, I'm not sure this is perfect podcasting, but yes, if if you must. All right. It just sounds like a man kicking things a lot. 
Oh, yeah, quite zany. Oh, it says oddball. Did you know it said oddballs on the sole of your foot? I suspected it might, but I just confirmed mm. it. I just pulled a muscle. Oh, God, he's injured himself. Okay. okay. Well, at 50-37, oh, mate, this, this pissed me off. That's, oh, God, that's, that, that's a that's a let me know when you settle back in and you're going to stop banging i've settled man i've settled All right. you just done it again at 50 37 it's a crazy place for a pick slide it's just going into the quiet bit of the song and the song and dave does a huge yeah. pick slide is it the big deep one he does if you are saying that's a deep pick slide it's the only massive pick slide he does in the whole song mm, yeah it was it, but to be honest I'm, I'm prepared to overlook it I'm not. No, okay. Well, you're a harsher critic than me. Once I've been, you know, I'm on his side on this one, and I won't be shifted. All right, let's rate him then, and let's move on. I'm going to go seven. Mm -hmm. I'm going ten. Ten? Are you... you, As in, so that's it. He's celebrating his ten with a big bang (laughs) on the chair. We move on to higher ground. Coming out there of higher ground, again, at midi volume. Uh, <laughs> did you enjoy that? I fucking right, I did, mate. Oh, hello, brother. You're getting into it now, aren't you? Well, I am. I really am. And I tell you what, as I grow older and uh, yeah. have that much more experience in this thing we call life. Mm, sure. I'm starting to enjoy the Red Hot Chili Peppers version of higher ground more and more. Okay, fair enough. Mm. Um, I'm... I'm go on. No, please go on. No shit, man. You carry on. I'm no. I must insist you go on. Oh Christ! Okay. I, for <laughs> me, carry on. You go. No, I must insist you stop banging the chair and you go on. <laughs> no, we've lost the flow now. You just say what you were going to say. I was going to say in 1994 MTV. As was, as is, had absolutely no compunction about, folk- yeah, about focusing on that topless woman again for a full 19 seconds. It's a different woman, though, isn't it? I thought it was a different one. I don't know, I don't, it might be the same one. It's difficult to tell. It's a totally different angle. Well, yeah, but they go round her on the crane. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is interesting broadcasting. Wish you and roll, brother. Now, they play a tease of Cornucopia by Black Sabbath, don't they? Before they go into higher ground. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, I, I knew it was, and I just thought, I'll get in there before he says it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, our, I particularly love Black Sabbath. Well, I know you do. You've always said that. And you you have said to me on two or three occasions, I remember back in uh, 94 at Sipsella in Spain, that you love Cornucopia. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And I just I was hoping they'd at least play a teaser at this year's Woodstock. Yeah. <laughs> Great news. They <laughs> <laughs> <It> did. <laughs> Brilliant. I remember you saying back in 94, I'm so thrilled. You well, can, I, 
You came no. up to me. In, you came up to me in that summer holiday after I left yeah. secondary school and was going on to Brockenhurst College and said, "Ben, have you heard the news about cornucopia?" <laughs> that tease, that tease, that was so much more. Yeah. Oh, the, the glint in your eye when you when you told me that—it was, it was great. Yes, but what's the tease? Hmm. Um, yes, and the T-shirts do look cool when they're all spinning them around, don't they? Yeah, they said it would, and I think it does. Wait, Anthony said it sounds corny, but it will look cool, and he was born out on that one, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, they were out for me. Oh, fuck. The swan. <laughs> we're nearly 50 episodes in. Fuck, <laughs> I know. That's why I call him the swan, because I do slip up on that. You do, repeatedly. Back in Vox. Here we go. The mystery, man, the mystery man's back. Yes. But no, I just think, again, you know, uh, I spoke about it um, previously with Give It Away. This is, the, the swan is so natural and there's no faults here with his vocals, really. He just, he sings it so well and it's full, full on for him, but he just seems to be able to deliver this. So, so you know, so effortless, effort, effortlessly. Hmm. Effortless. Yeah. It, it, it's, uh, it's right in its range. Right. Shall we move on to Under the Bridge then? Because this is going to be a biggie. I don't ever want to feel like I did that day. Or take me to the place I love. Take me all the way. I don't ever want This is an interesting performance of Under the Bridge. It starts strongly with a bedwetting story from yeah. Flea. Some, some cathartic confessions. Oh, and what? You're quite right. Uh, I love the fact that he corrects himself. He says uh, when he gets past the car... Th- car- what? Cathartic confessions. Thank you. Uh, he then corrects himself when he speaks later. He says, me and Anthony, and then says, or yeah. Anthony, 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 <laughs> Anthony and I. So a great uh, gram- grammatical correction there. Mm. Me- meanwhile, Dave is asking for a tuvin in the background. Mm. He's, he, he gives the old sign. Yeah, that oh, was yeah, spoiler alert. He probably won't get a smoke yet. No, it, no one of his bandmates comes across. There's some swan-sized shenanigans about to get about to go on. The thing is, what I love about that is that the fact the swan and Dave come together for the beginning of Under the Bridge. I think that shows, you know, a level of connection. Hopefully, yeah. Oh, it's, uh, yes, it does. It does. And there, there was connection then. I think there was drift apart uh, as time moved on, but certainly more drift. Was... The drift is more famous than the connection. Yeah, but let's say that it was a, there was as much connection, at least, as Drift, because the connection lasted a little longer than Drift. Exactly. And, what's nice, and what's nice is you see Dave acknowledging them, and, you know, those, those pictures, I was going to say recent pictures, but taken back in February or, or whenever Oh, my word. I mean, to see Dave like that at the side of the stage and, getting, and just enjoying the chilies playing. Doing and, the rock horns. 
Yeah, then enjoy, and then the pictures of him and the swan and the band, you know, any, any, any bad blood that may have existed back then, which, you know, who knows what it was or, you know, this, this kind of performance shows that certainly for a period they were a band. And and Dave was a valuable member of that band, and and one hot minute is testament to that. Oh, you just rescued that one. <laughs> yeah, it's <was> close. <laughs> we must talk about the way Dave plays under the bridge. We have talked about it previously, and I, I just put it out on Twitter, and uh, Banana Man came back to me, and Banana Man actually tweeted Dave about um, the way he plays under the bridge, and got a response. Well, from um, Dave. Yeah, from Dave before he deleted his Twitter account. It was a bit of a a response that didn't really give any insight. Um, once we put it out, uh, our man, uh, our author, Dan Bogosian, gave a, 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 a very, very detailed response to the way Dave is playing under the bridge at this performance. I'm not going to go through that word for word, but I suggest if you're interested in how Dave Navarro plays under the bridge at this performance, you uh, go to find me on uh, Twitter at, um, who the fuck am I? I'm at University RHCP. Go and find me. There's a, it's a really, really detailed breakdown from Dan. And certainly when I watch it, I see, I think Dan's a bit more forgiving than I am. But uh, I think uh, I'm probably a bit more forgiving than you are. Well, it's, the thing is, like, when you audition Dave Navarro, audition any guitarist for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. At I think this time. Yes, at this time, clearly. The key question is, can you play under the bridge properly? Yeah. And if the answer is no... Well, do you think there, do you think there was an element of sabotage here? No, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see anyone sabotaging anything here. I think what I see is, the thing is, he can clearly play the verses correctly. I mean, he plays the intro, he doesn't play it as per record, he doesn't do the slide up on the last turnaround. He plays the descending line again, which actually I think makes a big difference to the song because that, that, it doesn't sound right, but it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound right, but it's, it's okay, it's fine. You know, it's forgivable. I've forgiven that. Yeah, but yeah. on the verses, he knows how to play the verses as per John, because he does, or, or roughly as per John, because he does play it on this performance and on other performances correctly on the first line, on the sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. Mm. He's playing the correct chord sequence, the, uh, la, 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 hang on, uh, E, B, C sharp minor, G sharp minor, A, um, and then the second time it goes around, it's an, you miss out on those chords, E, B, C sharp minor, A. Um, then the next three lines, he doesn't do it. He, instead of playing the C sharp minor, he, he goes back to an E major. But it is clearly not the way you play under the bridge. And it's such a, such a weird choice, because then the rest of the song, he plays the verses correctly. <sighs> Yeah. And it sounds off. And the thing is, this is the one song where I wouldn't be fucking with Anthony's head. Anthony's head. <laughs> the swan's head. The thing is, Ben, I've got to be honest with you. If you can't say Anthony after 45 <laughs> episodes, then I don't know whether you've got a leg to stand on here, mate. 
<laughs> well, no, the fact I can't pronounce uh, Anthony's name properly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's just one word. <laughs> that's nothing to do with how Dave plays under the bridge. So that's, that's good. And, and actually, I, I don't think Anthony is... Yo, boom, nailed it. Oh, Absolutely good. nailed it. Mr. <laughs> Kiedis. Yes, Mr. Kiedis. Um, I, don't, I don't think he sings it very well either. Uh, to be honest, I think he does a, 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 a reasonable job here. I, I, I don't think it's too bad, actually. Mm. I think we've heard a lot worse. <laughs> we certainly have. But this is, this is average at best, I would say. Well, this is much closer to the time of conception, so it should be better. Well, no, I actually think he sings it better in the... I think the height of his singing under the bridge is in the By The Way era, when he's... he's, yeah, where, he's when he was a better singer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, when he was a better I, singer. You may be right, but I think as as sort of long-haired Anthony goes, I think this is not, not too bad. It's, you know, it sounds pretty good. But, Fine. If we're, gonna, if we're gonna break it down into hair periods, this is okay. Well, one of one of the things that struck me actually when watching this video was we know how heavily John was involved in in writing this song and how it sounded on the record and and, and yeah, 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 the family involvement, the choir, and just to see them playing it with someone else and so close, you know, to that. I found that quite quite emotional actually, and I I just I wonder whether they whether they felt that playing a song that was so successful and and such a John Frusciante song must have been difficult for them. Hmm. I think what you what you find here is is well, what you miss here because I think this more than any maybe not more than any other song, but this is signature Frusciante. This song. It's, the, it's John John's backing vocals as well on the under the bridge under the bridge downtown. Yeah, of course. And, the, and at Reading, when we spoke about Reading on episode thirteen, I think we came to the conclusion that somehow they spliced John in on the backing vocals. Well, they did. Yes, yeah. This is, well, they, Very strange. There's no there's no doubt about that. Yeah, and that I think that's worse actually. Yeah, so do I. Absolutely, because we all know what was going on moving forward with John um, yeah. during this period until he came back. But yeah, when it gets to that under the bridge downtown, what you want to be hearing is is John, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah, that signature. Yeah, it's a fantastic voice, but it's always a slightly f- fragile voice. I don't know how to describe yeah, John's yeah. voice. And that's the sound. That's just what you need there. And it. Listen, I've had several strong beers. And yes, emotion might be overflowing, but I, I felt emotionally charged while I was watching that and and what I was missing was but not just for you know not just for John and myself for the rest of the band they must have been yearning for that during these years playing that song and and wishing that he was there with them Hmm. it certainly misses it misses a lot it misses a lot I thought it was a cracking it's a great performance of this I I enjoyed it I know you've got your issues but I completely disagree yeah um, the chorus is wrong. Uh, again, Dan will go into that. Uh, the outro is wrong. Good bang. Um, Dan, again, Dan goes into like forensic detail on this. So thank you, Dan, uh, 
for this. And if you haven't bought uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper Street for those questions, then go and buy it. Oh, fuck me. What have you been doing for the last six months? Yeah, not buying that book. So go and buy it. And the outro is it's not as per and it's not as good. No. Um, so I'm a big moaner when it comes to this. Well, I quite enjoyed it. Okay. Would you care to rate the... Let's do two ratings then. The Navarro okay. performance and the band performance. Okay. Band-wise, I'm going to say a solid eight. Okay. Navarro-wise, I can't give him more than a six. <laughs> oh, God, I thought you were going to go a lot higher than that. Okay, I'm going to go band-wise a six and Navarro-wise a three. Oh, my word. I know. It's, it's difficult to listen to, sure. And I know there's people out there which will now be shocked, staggered, maybe driving to work this podcast, jamming their foot on the brakes, hitting the intersection. Please don't do that. Don't hit the intersection. <laughs> no, what, is it? what even is the intersection? We live in England. <laughs> I, I'm assuming it's uh, the, something in the middle of the road that separates the two lanes. Yeah, what we call those those grey metal rails. <laughs> what do we call them? At least they've got a name for them. Yeah, well done, America. Oh, the Central uh, Reservation. That's what we call them. Do we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, any, anyway, well done, America. That's that's quite good on your behalf. Don't hit now, the Central Reservation. No. Uh, or don't hit the grey metal rails. But we must move past under the bridge, disappointing as it was. <laughs> yeah. And move on to me and my friends. Let's do it. Out of me and me and my friends, uh, as we know, an oomph classic. Fuck me, it's an oomph classic. I got to. I'll. I'm sorry, mate. I'm a bit fed up with this, son. Well, I thought you might be. I could tell yeah. by the way you were twiddling your beard. Yeah, well, I was twiddling my beard now. Yes, exactly. I, uh, I, mean, I like it. I like it. You know, I like it as a song. I enjoy the energy they always put into it. And compared to some songs, they always play it well. Yeah, and actually, Dave is well into this, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. If you're if you're just talking about this particular performance, I think it's you know it's pretty strong. The myth does a um, there's an interesting myth section here. At uh, I think it's at uh, one hour three minutes and fifty six seconds that we get a a view of Chad from behind. There's no spare sticks there, but at one oh four oh eight. On the next view of him, there is some spare drumsticks being inserted. And then at 104.11, he throws one backwards. So he must have called for some extra sticks. Mm. Well, I, unless, unless he'd just run out. I mean, you wouldn't want to leave it to the point where he's run out there before he... Yeah, but, but, yeah, but as, soon as, he's, um, as soon as the restock comes, he immediately throws one over, over his shoulder. Well, that's what he wants them for. I immediately thought, Tom Pope's behind him. Yeah, Popey. Tom Pope was behind the uh, the amps with uh, Rob Allen, a.k.a. Rob Rule, a.k.a. Rob Run, a.k.a. Spider. Solo, fine. Swan's enjoying it. 
technical issues. That's what I think we we note this song for the technical issues. Oh man, I mean, Christ, they they just had to go off, and Dave's guitar breaks. I know something happens. They carry it off pretty nicely, though. Well, they just keep doing what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Chad keeps going. Uh, Flea keeps oh. going. Uh, the swan keeps going as much as he can. Well, he keep, the swan keeps going. Yeah, and, and it, it sounds, it actually sounds really good. It just, obviously, there's a problem, but when there's a problem, just you've got to do what you can. And that's what well, they do. We've had, we've had uh, I think we've spoken about before, technical issues at gigs. That, uh, that fucking Fender Pro 185 that I had that kept breaking down. Well, yeah, but I mean, this is a, this is a problem mid song, and they, you know, they just carry on jamming, don't they? Essentially. Actually, I'll, I'll take back what I said about the Fender Pro 185. I did uh, make a bad noise about it and I swear. But uh, it's a great amplifier. If you can find one, it's a super amp and it, it did get fixed and it is a uh, great amp. Yeah, it's fucking bang on. I don't know a great deal about amps, but what I do know is that the Fender Pro 185 is absolutely banging. Hmm. Well, I, I, I blend it in now, don't I, with a, with a Marshall. Yeah. So yeah, my, my my signature sound is a Fender Pro 185 with uh, a Marshall uh, valve estate, as you used to call it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I called it that once. <laughs> well, <that's all. laughs> valve estate. Valve estate. <laughs> Great stuff. Okay, anything else about me and my friends? Liked it more than you. Okay, so let's rate it. i on that, of course, because it's not his. Yeah, reverse rating. The Navarro rating. Yeah, I'm going to give him an eight. I'll give him a seven. Oh, you, you're getting, you're getting down on him, man. You're getting down on his ass. Do you think I'm getting crotchety in my old age? I think you are. No, actually, no. You're right. It's an eight in that. He's up to it. Yeah, I've up to add a burp, and we'll move on to power of quality. Swing. Out of the power of equality, and I quote the woman, holy shirt, holy mosh pits. That was some kind of seppin' hot and tasty served up from the red hot chili peppers. Mm. I, think you'll, I think you'll agree. I don't think you can't disagree. I don't even know what seppin' is, but it was certainly served up by the red hot chili peppers. Yeah, man. That, I mean, that was some hardcore power of equality shit. Here's a, a hot take. That's too long between the previous song and the power of equality because it goes on for a couple of minutes. They go off, get changed into their Jimi Hendrix costumes, mm. which takes an age. It's fine now because we can fast forward. Which we did. But then, I mean, it's just too long. It's, we quoted Alan Partridge at the start. Dead air is a crime. And then instead of getting into a song, they bring on uh, Clara, which is lovely to see Clara, of course. But that's not what the audience is there for. They're not here to hear a single star spangled banger. Banger. <laughs> that's how good the American. It's a nice moment. They're doing it because Hendrix played that at the original Woodstock. 
in that period of time, you could have stuck an extra song in. That's why I won. True. That's why yeah. I won. And I don't think that's unreasonable, Ben. I really don't. I'm a deeply angry man. Listen, you don't look that angry. No, I'm really happy. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you, my brother. I'll be watching the Chili's. Uh, lockdown is a, is a very difficult time for us all. If we can lockdown just drink, is a son of a bitch. Yeah, but we're talking about chilies, drinking a few beers. I've got my swizzles fun pack on the go. I've got some jelly beans. I've got my lollies. I'm like a pig in shit. Let's go on to these uh, these handles, as we call them. Hmm. As we must. Now, if you want to write in, if you want to be an ambassador, uh, Ben Townsend Music at hotmail.com to be an ambassador. If you want all things University Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast, that is bentownsendmusic.net. Uh, Sam on Reddit, you are universally RHCP odd Sam. Yes. On Reddit, I am unispeak hyphen RHCP podcast. On Twitter, after my burp, I am at universally, uh, universally RHCP. Uh, Sam, what are you on Twitter? I'm at Stack Townsend. On Insta, that's how young I am. I am uh, universally speaking RHCP underscore pod. And we're flying there, brother. Uh, Mate, what, I went on there the other day. I couldn't believe it. No, nah, I know. It's tricky, but nice. Right. Fuck uh, me, so, we are so hot on Insta. Uh, we're as, uh, well, as hot as the red hot chili peppers, would you say? Hotter? Well, probably not, but... Well, they're red hot, and we are red hot. Second only to the actual red hot chili peppers. I will wrap up here by saying this to you. Little brother, do you hear me? Have a heart.